We are 1039 WDKX, Rochester's number one station for r hip-hop, and throwbacks. Thank you for making us a part of your day. One of the people that we talk within this community all the time about what's going on uh, and the health, the mental health of Rochester in the area is uh, Melanie Funches. Good morning, Melanie Funches. How are you doing today? Good morning, Tariq. I'm well. How are you? I, I, I can't complain. I'm okay um, in dealing with what's going on with Dallas. But let's first talk about what's happening here in Rochester, in the Rochester area. Uh, for somebody who's been a part in engaging the community for years, Director of Community, community Engagement, Mental Health Association, Rochester, Monroe County, all the things that you've done in helping and working with uh, people and children, what can you say to some of the violence that's going on? What is happening within our Rochester community? Right now, a lot of people in our Rochester community are upset, deeply saddened, confused fearful um, because of everything that's going on. It's not just like the mass shootings, the hate, the hate crimes, like what happened to our brothers and sisters in Buffalo or, you know, the killing of the massacre of children in Texas. It's also the interpersonal violence that's happening right here in our own city among our citizens. Is, is there anything it, that, is there anything you're seeing or you've heard that people talk about um, that continues to be an alarm, not just sort of the national stuff or the local stuff, but the personal issues, feeling people are not being heard, not wanting to go back to work. Is it the pandemic? Is it the economy? Is there any one thing? No, there's no one thing. It's a compilation of a lot of different things, right? Because remember, a lot of our community were having issues before the pandemic ever hit. You know, our community wasn't all, you know, sunshine and roses before the pandemic. So we're, you know, we're in two years into this pandemic. You know, um, there's all kinds of financial strains, housing strains. Our community has been disproportionately affected by COVID. Um, the number of young people who've lost a parent and or caregiver from COVID is disproportionate in our community. You know, uh, our children have not had a, a regular normal school year. You know, all of these things combined, mm -hmm. all of these different stressors. I heard um, some mothers talk about how um, they um, have their challenge because they every time something happens at the child's daycare, the kid has to go on quarantine, and the mom is out of sick days. So how is she going to work? to feed her children if every time she has to be home with her baby. Mm. You know, all of these types of things are happening. You mm. know, and our children with this latest thing, you know, our children are particularly affected because they're like, you know, our kids hear these things. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, Melanie Fletcher joins us now, the state of Rochester, what is going on when it comes to violence and then the effects of it. And the one thing I know you talked about before, the trauma, the trauma of people losing someone, things happening on the streets every day, grief, all of this stuff pushed together is kind of hard to deal with um, on a day-to-day -day basis if you're not seeking help. And it, it's resulting in a lot of outbursts. I've seen a lot of human, regular outbursts within our community, stuff that gets escalated very quickly. Absolutely. And what, you know, and what I want people to remember about what's happening Apart, particularly in our community around the interpersonal violence, 
I, you know, everyone talks about Rochester as a big town, right? So by virtue of it being a big town, our kids know each other. Mm. You either went to school with, played, Pop Warner with, did cheerleading with, or your parents and their parents because it's a big town, right? So our, the, the level of interconnectedness of our young people is very high. Mm. So we can't, just because it didn't happen to a kid at our kid's school does not mean our kid did not know that kid or did not have a second-degree relationship to that kid, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so we've got to really, as the adults in the lives of young people, be incredibly watchful, you know, for how this is affecting our young people, but not just our young people, our, um, our responders, right? And what I mean by that, I mean like the people – at um, Rock the Peace and, and Rise Up Rochester. And there's a group of our community members who are constantly responding to these things, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we need to look out for them as well because they are, um, cause they are affected. They are affected as well. But you can't yeah. keep seeing these things over and over and over and over again and not have it touch you. Wow. Wow. Uh, Melanie Funches. Yeah, it's, it, it is it is a lot to decipher through. I know there's a lot to talk about when it comes to stuff that's happening literally right around our corners. Uh, I know you're busy. Uh, next time we get you on, we definitely have to talk a little bit in depth about what's been going on. How do we get to the solutions of some of the stuff? Go ahead, Rain. Uh, good morning, Melanie. Uh, my question good morning, is, Ray. how are you? First of all, how are you feeling today? Um, I am, I'm tired. I mean, to be incredibly yeah. honest with you, I am tired and I am very just saddened because I've been having these conversations for days about the trauma that's going on in our communities. And I, and I, I'm consoling parents. I'm, I've taken phone mm-hmm. calls from people who are sitting in a Walmart who are getting anxious because they can't find, they can't figure out what is the best exit in case someone starts shooting. Mm. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm tired. I'm tired of having to again and again and again have these kind of conversations about how do we talk to our kids about the violence and how do we, you know, my thing is how do we stop it? But, you know, that's where I'm at right now. Well, we're definitely sending you hugs, giving you a big hug right now. And uh, we will definitely send uh, our love is with you yep. as always. Thank you. And, um, but the, you know, I just want to say two things. This is two things mm-hmm. I want to say. One, hate is not a mental illness. No, there's a, there's a, there is a thing called the diagnostic statistical manual. That's the DSM five is where they get all the diagnosis. Hate is not in there. So we keep hearing people, as soon as these people do these things, they talk about, you know, they're mentally ill. Hate is not a mental illness, okay? Mm-hmm. Being angry is not a mental illness in and of itself, right? right. So I just want to make sure that people hear that and also that there, our community has a lot of good resources. If mm-hmm. you're, you know, what I'm saying, we said, if you, um, in the wake of 9-11, we're all talking about if you see something, say something. Right now what I want to say is even if you don't see something, say something. We need to see each other's humanity. We need right. to ask, you know, girl, are you okay? Bruh, are you okay? And wait for the answer. And then go and say, are you really okay? 
People right. don't do it because they feel that they don't have the capacity, they don't have, the, the, they don't have it to help them if they say something. But sometimes all we need to do is be present with people. If we can be exactly. present with people, and then even if we, if it's something a little bit more than that, we have resources in this community. You can call 211 Lifeline, get referrals for mental health services. If it's a little bit more of a crisis, you again can call 211 Lifeline and ask for mobile crisis. They will come to where you are. We have uh, a mental health urgent care in this community. There are ways for people to get help. And so please, please, please let's look out for each other. Mm. Yes. Yes. And you actually answered the question that I actually had for you is if you see someone struggling, what are what is something that you could do to support them through? And you you just you answered that like you were right in my mind. So thank you for that. We we appreciate that. And, And the fact that people will push it off first, they'll push it off before you ask them a second and third time to. to So if you definitely feel something's not right, you definitely got to say something. Thanks for the time this right. morning, Melanie. Thing, appreciate it. And the thing is, you can say to them, you know, you can talk to me. I'm here. You know, we may, you know, I, I may not be able to do it by myself. You're not able to do it by yourself. But together, we may be able to come up with a solution. Together, mm. we can do this. Or we can call together to get help. People need to know they're not alone in what they're feeling. Mm. Mm. Wow. Very powerful. Thanks for the time this morning, Melanie. You take it easy. Thank you. Yep. I'll talk we to are you again 1039 soon. WDKX.